episode six, our wide receiver two rankings. I'm here with the boys, Goni. We got Begley. How's it going, fellas? What's up, man? Great. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Uh, it, well, this will be uploaded on, on Wednesday, but just know we're, on, we're doing this on a holiday for you all. Just how we feel about you. Listen, these boys, these wide receiver two rankings are all over the place. Well, we we got it. Gets a little spicy. It does, and we got a consensus for you. So I mean, we got something for you to go off of. Uh, but but you're you're gonna get a few arguments here. There's just there's just some flat out disagreements in this episode. Ah, that's that's gonna make for a good a good episode, man. How, how about we just take a step back and. Dive right in, shall we? Let's do it. Let's get it. Oh man! If I'm, I already know I'm going to mess up. I have them. I have them numbered one through twelve up here as I'm looking through them. So if I if I say something's four, just just add four to twelve to twelve, and that's <laughs> and that's what I mean. I'm going to try and do it on the fly, but when we're rolling, I might I might just mess it up. So number one slash thirteen. Is Cortland Sutton? I have him at 15. Goni actually had him ranked at a as a WR one uh, at 10, mm-hmm. and Beggs had him at 19. That's I find myself in the middle there, so I will let you all speak on that one. Goni, why is Cortland Sutton a WR one in your mind? It it was a sad year last year for the Broncos receivers. Man, they had Teddy B and Drew Locke at the quarterback position. Russell Wilson is the key factor in myself ranking him at 10. Uh, they're basically going to turn the Seahawks, I think, into Super Bowl contenders. Sutton finished last season with 58 receptions for 776 yards and two touchdowns. He really only gave you three games that you were happy with last year. Uh, I like him more than Jerry Judy this year because he's a big target. He's six foot four. He's the same height as DK. He's 216 pounds. I'm not saying he is DK Metcalf, but he is a big uh, red zone target. We also saw a breakout from him before. His second season in the league, he had 1,100 yards and six touchdowns. He stretches the field. The Broncos send Sutton deep down the field, and with better targets being put on him, I think we're going to see a lot of big plays out of him. Russell Wilson loves to throw the ball deep down the field. They play in a loaded division with. Lots of shoots out, shoots outs, shootouts on the horizon, and uh, I'd really like to see. I think a top twelve finish is in the cards for him. Yeah, I, I don't see how Russell Wilson getting traded to the Broncos make the Seahawks a Super Bowl contender, but I think we know what oh, you meant there. Thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, it's all, dude. Seen, I couldn't hear anything you were saying because all I thought about that entire argument was this man just said Seahawks are Super Bowl contenders now. Yeah, no. Nah, Mad Mob. Also, one other thing. We've seen Russell Wilson support two top 15 wide receivers in the past, so Mm -hmm. it's not really out of the question for it to happen again this year. Yeah. Biggs? There's a lot of weapons in Denver. Uh, I just think the the Denver receivers are going to kind of cannibalize each other. Uh, I think Tim Patrick's a nice player. I think Judy Sutton, I think Albert O's a nice player. You know, Javonta and Melvin Gordon are going to get some work. I, I just don't I just don't see how one can kind of rise above the rest. Uh, you know, if you straight line out Jerry Judy's production last year, uh, kind of for his injuries, um, all these receivers finished within 20 yards of each other, man. Uh, and I think it's a pretty even distribution. I do agree with Goni. I have him ranked above Judy. 
Um, as bad as that hurts my soul to say, he is the down the, the downfield guy. Uh, I do think he is DK light, very light. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm right in the middle. I agree with everything you all say. It's there are a lot of mouths to feed, but uh, we're talking about Russell Wilson here. Um, if anybody can can set the table for all those men to eat, it's it's Russell Wilson's one of the very few that can do it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing that scares me is that run game. They got two very capable <laughs> running backs. Um, just scared there's not going to be a lot of touchdowns on the horizon for the receivers in Denver. Um, but it, uh, like Goni said, there's a lot of volume there, and that's why I have him as a uh, – I, I call it a top-end WR2 at 15. Um, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Just, just a lot of mouths. Great talent um, all yeah. over the place. But just just a lot of mouths. If they were just maybe, if maybe it was just like Javonta Smith and Tim Patrick wasn't there, I could have them as like a back end WR one. But just you know, it's just siphoning targets. The more talent, the more targets siphoned. A litter of mouths. Litter. All right. This next one, I had them at a WR one, and it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'll explain myself. It's Deontay Johnson. I have him at 11, Goni at 16, Begley in the back of the bus at 20. Listen, I, I'm I'm the biggest Mitch Trubisky hater. I don't trust him in the least bit. But Deontay Johnson, man, that man just gets fed the ball. I mean, he was top five in receptions uh, with 107, and he was a second – uh, in targets at 169, 169 times that man was targeted. I mean, that's an absolutely ridiculous amount. Uh, he's in the final year of his contract. He wants his money. Uh, and what do you do when you make your money? You ball out. I mean, that's it's it's as simple as that. He was top 10 in target separation at 1.89 yards. So he's he's getting free and clear. Can Mitch Trubisky get on the ball? I mean, I, granted, Ben Roethlisberger at the latter, let the latter part of his career was – not amazing, um, but he's third in the NFL in snap share at 91% and fourth with 28.5% target share. So uh, Mike Tomlin's, he's giving him the ball, and he's giving him the ball a lot. I feel like uh, Mitch Trubisky is kind of on par with last year Ben Roethlisberger. So I feel as long as those that play calling kind of stays consistent – uh, in my opinion, you're looking at a WR one, but like like we we have them here, we have them at the consensus uh, fourteen. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I think the writing's on the wall for Deontay man in, in, in Pittsburgh. They draft George Pickens, and they just don't give wide receiver one second contracts. I think Hines Ward and Antonio Brown are the only two ever in Steelers history to get second contracts uh, as a first on draft pick. So I don't expect him to be in. Pittsburgh next year. Uh, look, the Steelers threw the ball the fourth most in the league last year, man. I mean, that's I expect a pretty big volume decrease there. Uh, Matt Canada, their offensive coordinator, has gone on record saying they're going to move to more of a play action RPO kind of kind of scheme, which as we know, Ben could not run last year for fear of slipping a disc. Uh, I think we see the running game featured more this year in Pittsburgh, a little slower attack. Plus, I mean, if Trubisky struggles out of the gate, right, you're going to have that Kenny Pickett type of controversy all year. I just don't think that's good for any receiver on Pittsburgh. 
I was actually going to ask you guys if you thought that Kenny Pickett would get the starting nod by the time the season starts. What do you What do you boys think? I I don't think so. I don't think Kenny Pickett has shown that he's that dude ready to step in and do it. I don't think the Steelers are expecting uh, to Agreed. to play for the Super Bowl this year. So yeah. so why why throw that man to the wolves? Just let him let him ease himself into the NFL. You are apparently Mitch Trubisky was unaware that they were planning on drafting a quarterback. Do you guys see that? Yeah, Dude, man, I heard. I heard caught him the, by surprise. I heard that the Steelers have Baker Mayfield on the radar too. I don't know the validity of that, but I, I'd heard that as well. But they didn't want to trade for him. They want him to be dropped so they can just pick him up for cheaper than his his contract maybe, currently. Is. Maybe after week six. Yeah, exactly. he he's not going to get dropped, man. He's got too big of a cap hit. Then you also have Jimmy as well. They're going to do something with Jimmy. The 49ers are. So, I mean, the Steelers could – I mean, they picked, They grabbed Pickett here in the first round. You have to figure that they showed yeah. their hand on that one. But, I mean, as far as Deontay goes, I have him right between you guys. He pretty much touched on everything. He's gotten better every year. He kind of became a security blanket for Big Ben. Um, we'll see how it translates to Mitch Trubisky, but he's a reliable target very talented he was very heavily involved in the offense and i really think that'll continue this year for him i also agree with begs on the overall pass attempts going down uh, i think they're going to pound the rock they're going to play action they're going to do what they have to do maybe get claypool a little more involved he's been kind of a disappointment mm-hmm. huh yeah. over they're the last couple saying, of years he's going to the slot now yeah that might be better for him i mean he's a huge target but he's just you kind of look at him every year and you're kind of excited for him and hoping that you see a breakout and we've just kind of been let down. But as far as Deontay goes, I think regardless of the quarterback change, he's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Good point on Chase Claypool. It feels, I feel like every year that I, if it's either me or I'll play against him and I see him in that WR two slot, I'm always like, uh Oh, but you're yeah. right. It just, it just yeah. never. But if you ask Begley, I mean, they've got the best tight end in the NFL by far in Pat Fryermuth. <laughs> Pat Fryermuth. Fryermuth's going to be a beast. He's amazing. Monster. I can't wait to get to tight end rankings. He better be, he better be number one. Are we, <laughs> are we doing a tight end ranking episode? Yeah, we'll throw one out there. We'll bless, we'll, we'll bless the people. Talk about Kelsey for an hour. I'm cool with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> we got Andrews and Pitts. Kittle, and then you know after that maybe Waller, and then poop poop turds, poop turds. I love yeah. talking about poop turds. Um, fifteen, fifteen. We're all kind of in the same area. We got a Bingle, the second Bingle in our wide receiver rankings. Uh, T Higgins, I got him at sixteen. Goni at nineteen. Begs and Begs at fourteen. I'm in the middle here, so I will take a step back. Uh, Begley, why you got him at 14, man? Man, I, I'm on record. I, I think the Bengals uh, improved as an offense this year. Uh, I think it's absolutely a, a top-five unit. He missed two games last year. Uh, if you kind of straight-line his stats, he comes in a wide receiver 12, just applying his game average across those two missed games. Uh, you know, he's the second option uh, on, a, on a top five offense. Uh, you got to think teams are going to start rolling some coverage over to Jamar Chase this year. Uh, giving him some more one-on-one looks on team's second corners, and I like the matchup. Um, you know, from year one to year two, man, he had a 13% fantasy jump despite missing two games. I think, I think this guy's a beast, man. I, 
I just it, it's a team play for me. What do you think, Goni? I mean, I have him a little worse than you guys do, uh, but still improving. He finished as the wide receiver 24 last year. I have him as my wide receiver 19. I think his target share, while I do think that the Bengals improve from their 20th in the league in pass attempts, I think that goes up to somewhere in the top half. I wouldn't necessarily see, say top 10, um, but I really think that his target share, like I said, 24% last year, I think it comes down a little bit. Mm. I think Jamar Chase gets gets the higher bump. They had an equal target share last year. I think Jamar gets a little bit of a bump to the 25-26% region. They play in a tough division as well. That's that's another thing for me is that you're going to be getting the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Browns two times each a year. It's going to be rough. I think there's going to be a lot of running involved, a lot of defensive struggles in those games. The offensive line, you know, upgrade on that, that's that's huge. That's absolutely huge. I think that just helps out everyone involved. But it's it's just hard for me to get T. Higgins up higher is all. Like I said, I moved him up five spots. I, I just it's hard for me to have him increase to the front end of the wide receiver two talk. Yeah, I mean he just he's he's not the guy they look for in the red zone. And that's that's really the only knock on him. I mean, like Begley said, um, he had 74 receptions on 110 targets last year, which was an increase from 2020, and he did it in less games. And that's that's something crazy I looked at uh, that you all had already touched on. Is did I say that you all had already touched down? Touchdown! Touchdown! That you all had already touched on. Uh, the man had a higher uh, target share than Jamar Chase. It was only 0.2 percent. Yes. But it's higher nonetheless, and when you step back and look at the year that Jamar Chase had compared to T. Higgins, there's no way I would have guessed that T. Higgins was targeted uh, at a higher percentage than Jamar Chase. But, I mean, that is the case. Um, he had over 1,000 yards receiving last year. I think he's got a clear-cut case to be in a uh, middle-of-the-pack wide receiver, too, for your team. I mean, if, if I got two Bengals starting for me, if I got three, if I got Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins on my squad – We'll even throw Joe Burrow out there. I, I'm I'm sitting pretty. I mean, that offense is going to click this year. I, I I look forward to watching them play. Who who has a better chance of having two wide receiver ones, Chargers or Bengals? Chargers, all Easy. day. Easy. 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 I, yeah, I think I think they both second. do. I think they both do. But yeah, I think Chargers. Which one would you say is better though? Has a better chance? Chargers. It's got to be the Chargers. Okay, maybe one more. Broncos or Bengals. Oh, that's a good one. Bengals. That's a good one. I'm probably going to take the Bengals as well, just because I think there will be more of a shift from the run to the pass, but still be run heavy. Broncos, as I mentioned on one of our previous podcasts, they always have and always will be primary on the run, and that's that's just what I have. One other thing, though, about Jamar and uh, T. Higgins, though, last year is, I don't know if you guys noticed it all, but it seemed like there was kind of weeks where one guy would blow up and the other guy was kind of just like, man, he was kind of okay. And then it, for the most part, it was Jamar during the first half. And then Jamar went through a slump and now it was T. Higgins time to eat. And then it kind of just went back and forth. We haven't really seen any games yet where they both just go off and you're happy if you have one or the other. So we'll see. Maybe that improves also. Yeah. I think it definitely has a possibility too. Um, all right. Uh, number 16, my boy, 
Chris Godwin. Uh, Goni and I have him at 18. Beggs, you got him at 15. Uh, Begley, you want to talk on him first? You're, you're, me and me and Goni are of one mind on this one. Yep. Yeah, man, he's he's my favorite dark horse wide receiver one candidate uh, yep. here. Uh, man, Brady's just seems to really like this guy, man. He missed three games last year. He was still the Bucks' leading receiver with over 1,100 yards despite missing three games. Uh, with Brady, he actually averages more points per game uh, than Mike Evans. I just think if this guy can ever scrap together a full season, he's just going to be a monster. Uh, he's got a great pair of oven mitts on him, man, with a 76% catch rate, fourth best in the league, 20 red zone targets despite missing three games which was fourth in the league, and, and he was third total in yards after the catch, uh, which I love because, you know, it just shows the explosiveness of a player. Uh, he can get his own uh, irregardless of the type of target. Uh, I love Chris Godwin. He's just got to stay healthy. Yeah, the man hasn't played a full season since 2018. Um, you're right. He loves him. He, gets, he leads Buccaneers wide receivers in snap share and target share. Mm-hmm. The, the only reason Mike Evans is consistently higher than him is the red zone work. Yeah, I mean, touchdowns. When, they, when they're looking at pay dirt, they ain't looking at Chris Godwin. I mean, you look at you look at Mike Evans, who almost had three times the amount of touchdowns as Chris Godwin did last year on like what twenty four fewer receptions. Yeah. So that is the only knock on him. Chris Godwin is going to be a pure volume play. I think mm-hmm. he's a safe play if he just he yeah. he. I, I don't think you're going to get him every game. He's going to miss a few games. I mean, that's that's the downside. Yeah. Anytime he's in there, he's going to get you. You can bank on, you know, 12, 15 plus. I think 12 is his floor. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're just you're going to have a few games where you're going to have to find somebody on the waivers to slot in for him. That's that's I mean, Evans is kind of the same way, though, as far as his hamstrings seem to be going out on him a little bit over the last few years. So you're you're going to see guys on the Bucks miss games, but um, the consistency is there as far as the production come the end of the year. You guys really touched on a lot of the stuff. Beggs had a lot of the good advanced metrics. And really, for me, he's the same thing for me as far as he can break into the wide receiver one category. I think he's my favorite off of this list. If I had to choose one to jump into the wide receiver one and we've seen it before, he finished as the wide receiver two in 2019. So, you know, you know, he's got top five talent. He's got Tom Brady throwing him the ball. There's plenty of targets. So as you guys said, he just needs to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. But Go when he's in a vacuum, you like see? Do you like Godwin or you like Evans, man? In a vacuum, for the Bucks, if, if you're trading one and you keep one, which one are you keeping? In a redraft. In a redraft, so it makes it more fair. Yeah. Uh, Dynasty, you're going younger, obviously. Give me Mike Evans, man. Give me the tutties. All right, fair enough. It's as simple as that. I mean, and a thousand yards. Uh, he's a, man, the man. The man could be out there. He could be wheeling around in a wheelchair and somehow manage a thousand yards on a season. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Um. Yep. All right, seventeen. My boy, his favorite of all God, time. I don't know why I love him so much. It's a division rival, DJ Moore. I have him. I have him worse than you all. Just and I only put him back here because Goni like 
he makes fun of my love of DJ Moore so much that I was like, man, I can't put him at WR1. He'll make fun of me. He's got posters of DJ Moore, man. I don't know why. He'll never man. show them to you, but he's you got know. DJ Moore bed sheets. I don't so know. Absolutely. I, DJ Moore pillow. I, I got his <laughs> face tattooed on my chest. Uh, I got him at 19. Goni's got him at 17. Begley's got him at 16. DJ Moore, I mean, he just, listen, I'm not the only one that loves him. All right. He just signed a three-year, $61.2 million deal, which, if you're keeping track, is more than what Mike Williams got paid. And he's a WR1 on, in, a lot of, in a lot of people's rankings. He's only missed two games in his entire four-year career. He's mm-hmm. going to be in your lineup He's uh, for the one trillionth time, and you're going to hear me say it one trillion more times on this podcast, uh, the best skill for a, for a fantasy player is availability. He was yep. top five in target share with 28.4%, and he was sixth in the league with 162 perception, receptions. Double-digit targets in 10 games. The man is, is he's consistent. I, I, I'm sorry, Goni. I love consistency. I love consistency on my roster. I love healthy players. If he – but when we said it before, if CMC is playing, everybody gets better. Unfortunately, he's yeah. he's been dealing with quarterback issues since he came into the NFL, yeah. um, and he's gonna have more quarterback issues this year. But the man gets targeted. He's he's one of the he's the only healthy option that they have um, on that entire offense. And I think it's just another year of consistency out of DJ Moore to get you that middle of the pack wide receiver too. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I I agree. I you know when I was doing my review of DJ Moore, I, I didn't find anything that jumped out to me as spectacular, outside of his availability, which you hit on. But he's just he's good. He's good, Goni. I think he's better than good, man. I think I think he's elite. To be okay. honest with you, I, I really do. I really I, do. I, this is one of the few Mad Mob. This is one of the few players that I will one hundred percent agree with Wayne on that he absolutely loves and supports and goes super hard on. I'm in full agreement that DJ Moore is just, he has the ability to be one of these top guys. Like he said, he's super consistent. He puts up good numbers. He gets a ton of targets. Over 160 targets is ridiculous, but the targets are coming from guys like Sam Darnold last year, Teddy B, Kyle Allen, Cam Newton. Like, what what can you do with these guys? Over the, those were some of his, his quarterbacks over the last three four years. So uh, that's kind of a knock. The only other thing as well is if this man scored double digit touchdowns, he would be a lock for a wide receiver one. He yeah. four. Four is generally what he's scoring every single year. That's mm-hmm. his career high. If the man brought it up from four touchdowns to eight, nine, ten, he'd easily be a wide receiver one. So, I mean, every year the fantasy community wonders if next year is going to be the year that he cracks the top 12. He's a wide receiver, and if it's to eight this year, I think he gets in. But why, why isn't he scoring more touchdowns? Because that offense sucks. Is that what the it offense is? offense is bad, bro. Man. Come on. I mean, even the Jaguars last year had 13 receiving touchdowns, man. I mean, who's catching the ball in Carolina in the end zone if it's not DJ Moore? They, Somebody they're not, one. That's they're why not they, scoring touchdowns. That's why they pick so high. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> they're man. not scoring touchdowns. But, again, and we'll reiterate it. It's, if, if CMC is there, his touchdowns are going to go up. It is one of those few cases where when we add talent – to the offense, 
other mouths get fed. I, I mean, it's it's just one of those things. You don't sustain drives, man. man it, 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 sustain it, it, drives. Period. Man, he, he was hotter than a pistol last year to start the year too, and then he cooled off. Did, a full year with Sammy D. Huh? What do you guys think, man? Could is this a wide receiver one? A full year of Sammy D. Uh, are you saying that in like a positive note? Like a, he's got a full year of Sammy D. Look good with Sammy D. To he's start got a full year of this crap you know, quarterback you know that the he, Jets, the Jets passed on you. You know you're bad you, when you the know Jets. Why when he the worst. started off hot, man. He started off so hot because, and we touched on this in in a previous podcast. It might have been the running back one. Whenever CMC plays, Wayne just mentioned it too. Whenever CMC plays, the whole offense is better. Oh. They went three and one to start the season last year, and Sam Darnold looked amazing at quarterback. He did, and then he fell off because CMC got hurt. Yeah, and yeah. because okay. he's Sam Darnold. Um, that too. Eighteen. I hate this one. I hate that he's at eighteen. Um, I I hate that he's right after DJ Moore and Goni just made my heart flutter with all the kind things that he said about DJ Moore and, and being in agreement with me, but I couldn't be, um, I couldn't disagree with him more on this one. Um, 18, we got Darnell Mooney. I got him at 24. Goni's got him at 15. Uh, wow. That's fringe wide receiver one for those of you counting at home. Uh, Begley's got him at 17. Do you, do you want to go first on this or do you want me to go first? I mean, I'll go first. Mine, Mine's easy. It's not going to be a very long argument. It's just... It can't a, be. A couple, it can be. It can be, man. I gave you a compliment on the last one, and now I'm slapping you in the face with putting Darnell Mooney up so high here, I guess. Um, I mean, honestly, for me, man, he, he finished last year as the wide receiver 23. He had 81 receptions on 140 targets. It's a lot of targets with a rookie quarterback. He broke 1,000 yards, and he only had four touchdowns. We go into this year. No one's going to be competing with him for targets. Allen Robinson, Jakeem Grant, Demir Bird, and Marquise Goodwin all departed in free agency. This man is pretty much a lock for a 30% target share. He's going to break into the 150, probably 160 target range. Last year, he was seventh in the league in target separation. He had the 11th most total route wins. He can beat his man, and he has good speed. So... Just him being the only wide receiver left on the team with any continuity with Justin Fields. Justin Fields loved him last year, by the way. I'm not sure if you saw that. He he targeted him way more than Allen Robinson. I just expect him to get at least a buck fifty-five on the targets and absolutely crush his ADP. Darnell Mooney for MVP. <laughs> Listen, Darnell Mooney is not that dude. If you're a DB in the NFL, you're not saying, oh, no, we've got the Bears and Darnell Mooney. Not yet. No, not I, yet. no way. After this uh, year, let man. me give you some stats, buddy. 77.1% true catch rating. Again, mm-hmm. true catch rating is your total mm-hmm. catchable balls divided by what you catch out of those catchable balls. 77.1% is good for 79th in the league. He's 19.4% contested pass catching which is good for 77th in the league. Darnell Mooney is not that dude. And him being a number one, he's no bueno for him. Because guess what? Now the number one DB is going to cover him, and he's not that dude. He's going to get shut down. The only reason that I have him as a WR2 is because you're right. It's him and then crickets. And if he had a good quarterback, which, spoiler alert, he doesn't, then I would still have him up there because – you don't need he's he does get good target separation 
and a good quarterback can slide it in there, but he doesn't have a good quarterback. He doesn't catch contested balls. He His regular pass catcher rating is also not very good. It's mediocre at best, lower part of the league. I just uh, – 11th in the league in, in targets last year, uh, 10th with target share. That's He's a pure volume play, but I don't – and that's why I have him as a wide receiver too. But I, he just – all those people leaving – and now him being that dude on that offense is not a good thing for him. He's not he is not talented enough is, to go man, against volume. these number one DBs. No, 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 no. Back in WR two, uh, locking in bags. What, what do you got to say? You're in the middle of us. Well, just obligatory plug here that Justin Fields is the worst quarterback in the NFL, <laughs> and it isn't close. He's atrocious, man. There, there's a lot of things I would rather do than watch. Justin Fields led offense, including shoving forks into my corneas. Uh, I mean, he's he's volume. I mean, going to you guys said it best. He's going to be a wide receiver too. I think he's a lock. But it's going to be like watching paint dry, man. I mean, it, he's going to have a lot of five for sixteen kind of games, right? Oh no, man. He's he's going to get targeted deep down the field. If you if you're a Darnell Mooney fantasy manager next year you are going to enjoy bears games because you're just going to see justin fields chucking it up because every time you know when they have like they have to pan out for the deep downfield pass and you're like oh is that my guy yeah that's your guy every single time he's throwing to that's exactly what i want to see justin fields chucking chucking the ball downfield i'm gonna be like oh great another throwaway play Justin Fields isn't great. Isn't great. It's his second year in in the league, though. I mean, well, a little development. We'll see a little development, I think. I, I will say this. I, I'll say this, Connor. I will give you a, a little bit of credit here. Not Well, it's not credit. He All did right. have a 40% deep ball completion percentage last year, which was the only stat in, in which he was, like, oh, kind of okay at. Uh, <laughs> you know, but. All right. Uh, I'll, I, does do the Rams play the Bears next year? Because I'm I'm gonna look forward to that Jalen Ramsey Darnell Mooney matchup, boy. It's gonna be fire. All right, <laughs> nineteen, nineteen. We got the consensus. DK Metcalf. I have him at twenty one. Goni at twenty. Begs at eighteen. We're all kind of uh, kind of in the same area. Who wants to go first? Who wants to wrestle for it? Man, let me let me take this one going. Uh, you know, this is this is the Drew Locke effect, right? I mean, it's just we're fading Seattle hard. Uh, you know, despite his down year last year, right? DK was a huge disappointment, pretty much, by where he was from where he was being drafted. But he was still wide receiver fourteen, just below a thousand yards receiving. He's still a red zone monster, uh, number one in unrealized air yards last year, which essentially means uh, he ran a lot of routes and. Did not get a lot of balls. Uh, he got a lot of balls, just really bad ones. Um, I, I I think he hits on a few more deep targets than he did last year, uh, even with Drew Locke. This guy's just got such a high floor. I can't get him any lower than this. Goni? Yeah. I, I mean, like you said, we're going to have Drew Locke or Geno Smith as the quarterback next year. Regardless, it's a major downgrade. Um, he They throw the ball the second least amount of times mm-hmm. in the entire league. There's only one team that throws the ball less than them. Seahawks fans pleading to Pete Carroll and the organization last year to let Russ, uh, let Russ cook, and they responded with a resounding, nah, nah. Doesn't make we're sense. We're not going to do that. 
I, I don't understand why you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. So, I mean, when you're replacing a Hall of Famer like Russell Wilson with a scrub like Drew Lockett, it's going to be ugly for guys like DK and Lockett. He had some success with Geno last year. In the three weeks that they played together, he put up a 10.8, 17.6, and 22.3. So, I mean, maybe Geno will favor him. It was kind of boom or bust last year between Lockett and Metcalf when Russ was in there. So maybe it'll be a little less volatility for those two. And maybe Lockett or Lockett, Drew Lock favors uh, DK. We'll see. But just because of his poor quarterback play, I, I'm, it's hard for me to put him any higher. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to pound more stats into y'all. I mean, they covered most um, most everything. It's I've said it before, I'll say it again, and I'll say it every time it's relevant. The man's an unrestricted free agent next year. Old old boy's got to get paid. Money motivates. He's got to do – he was 84th in the league in target separation at 1.23 yards. You're going to want to get a little bit more separation with Drew Locke tossing you the ball now, and you're going to want to make yourself look way better to other teams if you really want that – a big wide receiver one contract somewhere. Yeah, Wayne, that's why he wants it now. Yeah, yeah, Wayne. I was just gonna ask you, man. Like, I think he wants to resign Seattle, or Seattle wants to resign him. I mean, I think there's a lot of smoke there. Doesn't make a lot of sense considering they're essentially tanking. I think Where, that they're going to need to give him a stake in the organization to stay there. Like, man, some ownership. I know, Wayne. Where Where can DK go? Ah uh, man, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know. I know a lot of places I'd like to see him go, but I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know teams' salary cap situation off the top of my head to really uh, throw it out there. I mean, what's stopping Green Bay from going and getting this guy, man? They don't really he's do a that. Good wide receiver. They don't. They don't do that. They don't usually pay big money for. Like free agents, if he was to go in free agency, I mean, they I guess they could do a trade for him, but boys, they probably don't have the cap space. But could you imagine him in Kansas City? I was literally about to say the Chiefs. <sighs> Man, there was some smoke there. I, but look, the, with Green Bay, right? You pay Aaron Rodgers the kind of contract you paid him. You're committing to winning a Super Bowl, right? And the competing every year. The Giants, <laughs> the Giants could sure use some talent at that oh, uh, position. Bro, they they already pay the most money in the league to the wide receiver position, and they get the least amount of production out of the yeah, wide receiver that, that position. That whole organization is just embarrassing. Their choices are just comedy. Man, ever since Coughlin left, they've been trash. Hey, they did Coughlin Bay, dirty too, boy. Mm. Green Bay, I can't see it though, just because, like you said, they committed fifty million a year to Aaron Rodgers. That all their money is going to him. They're, they don't yeah. have any for anyone else. Yeah, uh, uh, Baltimore. Ooh, I don't love it, man. I don't love it. I, that's not that's not what they want to do. It's not their identity. It's, it's a great real fantasy, or I'm sorry, a real like NFL move right there. That's a Super Bowl caliber type move. But for fantasy, nah, DK's dead to me if he goes there. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. I mean, fair. Dead to you. Dead to me. Okay. All right. Wow. Moving on. Our consensus twenty. Oh, we'll just. I guess we'll just. Sad dog our way into the consensus 20, um, which it's my fault that he's this high apparently, and I'm okay with that. Uh, we got Brandon Cooks. Goni and Begley are in agreement at 24. I have him at 17. 
It, the man's still got it. He's still got t- it. He's top 10 in true catch rating at 96.8%. He's top 10 in target separation at 1.83 yards. He's top 10 in target share at 27%. He's got absolutely no competition in the no. wide receiver room. It's just a Davis Mills issue. Is Davis Mills going to be um, trash water or not? I'm just confused. Like, this is one of those times where I'm like, why Darnell Mooney over Brandon Cooks? Because Brandon Cooks is better than Darnell Mooney in every statistical category. Um, and they both have poor quarterback play. Uh, that's kind of my – that's why I have Brandon Cooks higher than Darnell Mooney. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to hearing what you all have to say um, about that, Goni. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really blame you. I'm kind of planting the flag a little bit on Darnell Mooney this year, having him up so high. Like you said, Brandon Cooks is the man. He always gets it done every year, no matter what team he's on, no matter who's throwing him the ball. He's been at least a wide receiver two in six of his eight NFL seasons. Six of his eight as a wide receiver two. He was excellent. Davis Mills, I mean, he was he was a rookie quarterback last year. I, I thought he actually did all right. He was okay. They're, yeah, for sure. They're, yeah, they're still the Texans. I mean, mm. they're they're terrible. I think they were coming off the year where they traded away all their draft picks and uh, were kind of in a bad situation. But either way, uh, Brandon Cooks got you eight games of 18 or more fantasy points, which you love to see. You drafted him super late. His ADP right now this year is the 703. I would love to have him at the 703. Yeah, he's got great value right now. Yeah. I, you, you touched on him being the only one competing for targets. Nico Collins doesn't scare me. Philip Dorsett doesn't scare me. Chris Conley doesn't scare me. So I don't really see his 134 targets he got last year coming down at all. And you know they're going to be behind. You know they're going to be behind this year. They're going to be behind forever. And they're going to throw the ball. So let me ask you this. Why... Why and you can give me a short answer because we already know you're planting the flag, so you don't really. When you, ladies and gentlemen, when we plant the flag, planting the flag is is a mixture of stats and guts. So you don't have to quantify it, other than I just feel like it. Why is Darnell Mooney nine spots higher in your rankings than Brandon Cooks? I mean, straight up for you on that one. That is more of a gut play. As opposed to, I guess, the stats to support it. Last year, I'm, he had a rookie quarterback throwing to him as well. I know you guys don't expect Justin Fields to be oh, too God. much better this year. But he, to me, he has higher upside. I think Brandon Cooks is the solid, consistent floor guy. And I think Darnell Mooney's just got can have a higher ceiling. And I yeah. think we re- he realizes it. He showed it. If Darnell Mooney can get rid of the famine in his feast or famine plays, which he famined a lot more than he feasted. But when he feasted, that boy went to the bathroom, threw up, and then sat back down at the table. <laughs> He's um, just got to spread the food out. Moderation. Yeah, so I, I, I feel you. Uh, Begley, you want to hop in on old Brandon Cooks here? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be quick, man. Uh, you know, we let's file Brandon Cooks as wide receiver, too. Let's file that one with Mike Evans for 1,000 yards. It's just locks for the year, right, before the year even starts. Um. So he was the first player in league history to record 1,000 yards or more in three straight seasons with three separate teams. What are those teams? Hmm. That's interesting. Did you say what uh, are those teams? Rams, it was, Rams, Texans. Oh, Rams, Patriots. It was Rams, Patriots, and it was the team before the Patriots. Oh, 
wait, before the Patriots, Saints. He came from the Saints. That's right. Saints, yeah. Patriots, Rams, 2016, 17, and 18. A, a guy just never – I mean, I, I can understand I don't know why he's a journeyman. He's the only one. That's such a random stat, though, just because no one gets traded like that. And he, he was a number one wide receiver, but no one moves teams like, like Brandon just, Cooks has. It doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, he gets traded in his prime. Like, what? He's, he has he's a good. gets traded. He does. It's he like, does. He does exactly what he's asked for at the team. Yeah. And they're always like, all right, appreciate you. And coaches tap him on the way out. <laughs> and it's and it's guys just renting him for a year. Like, all right, here, I'll give you the first round pick. You send Brandon Cooks. All right, now you send me your first round pick. I'm going to get the refund on it. Now you take him, and he's going <laughs> to do something for you. Like it, the, the, so. Fitz, the Fitz magic of wide receivers. Right. Exactly. All right, 21. Uh, it broke my heart dropping this man. I don't know. I know it broke Goni's too. Yeah. It broke my heart dropping this man back here, but we have to. We have to. Jalen Waddle um, at the consensus 21. It, it hurt me. It hurt me bad because I love Jalen Waddle. We rode that man. Ooh, we had a stud team last year, and he was he was a cornerstone. Uh, I got him at 23. Goni's got him at 21. Uh, Beggs has got him at 22. Uh, Goni, I'll let you talk on him first, man. I'm still, I'm still upset that he's so far back here. Yeah, I didn't really love having to drop him down as far as I did either. I still expect him to be a wide receiver too. He had a great rookie season last year. He finished as the wide receiver 13. He set the rookie reception record at a 104 catches as the go-to target for Tua. They throw the ball eighth most in the league. I kind of expect that to stay the same. He was he was a PPR machine. He had seven games with eight or more receptions. He had nearly a 25% target share. Probably expected to come down a little bit, but I do think even though his targets decrease, I think the production within those targets increases. I think that they use him for more down-the-field shots. They really didn't throw the ball down the field to him at all. It was a lot of short passing, screen games, let him work after the catch. He had the 10th most yards after catch last year. He had the fourth most total route wins last year and the sixth best win rate versus man defense. So he's young. He's got great hands. He's an absolute burner. And I think Tyreek being across from him kind of takes off the number one corner and shifts the focus of the defense over to him. And I think it'll be a productive year for him. Yeah, uh I mean, you know, with the Dolphins, are, like I said, we talked before, man, they're a hard team to project. You know, they, they kind of gutted San Francisco's coaching staff, right, and, and brought a lot of them over. Uh, I expect the X receiver in that scheme, who was going to be Tyreek Hill, to have the by far the most potential. Uh, I expect Waddle to kind of play the Debo role a little bit in this offense, man. Uh, you know, I think he's kind of the gadget guy. They find creative ways to get him the ball in space. As you talk about, he's an elite yards after the catch guy. Uh, elite. Um, I, I just, I think we need to see it manifested on the field um, with Miami. What do you think, Wayne? Yeah, I, I just so when whenever you have like a big guy, a big name coming in um, at, at your position, and in this case, Tyreek, you know there's going to be a, a decrease in target share. Um, he was at a very respectable twenty four point eight percent. 
Um, so I try, I try and look at like the things that aren't affected by that guy coming in. Uh, like he was top five among receivers with over a hundred receptions, uh, with just a 3.5% drop rate. He actually had, he was third in the NFL in true catch rating at 110%, uh, which means that he caught every Absurd. single catchable, catchable ball and then a few non-catchable balls. So the man's got, not only does he make it happen after the catch, but he's got hands. Um, and you, you, you gotta, I mean, you have to use him. He's already got the chemistry, uh, you can't. He's he's not going to be a player that just fades off into the background. Um, that's the only really. I, I love I love that example that he could be kind of in a Debo role. I think he could be very successful. And to be honest with you, I didn't even think of that. But now that you say it, it makes a lot of sense because um, yeah. you got to use somebody that um, that is that reliable with the ball in their hands. Yeah, I, I think he meshes well with Tua's skill set. Um, I don't. We we just got to see, man. Nobody really knows what Miami's. Yeah, uh, new coaching staff. You bring in somebody like Tyreek, you you really don't know. Um, All right, uh, number 22 consensus. Um, I had him at 20. Uh, Goni and Beggs, both the same at 23. It's Terry McScorin. We got him there. Uh, I got him up at 20. Um, I just think he's really efficient. He had uh, over 1,000 yards, 1,053 on 77 receptions. He was fifth in the league in – 90% 90% snap share. That man's uh, on the field pretty much the entire game offensively. Um, 24.5% target share. The only problem is he only has nine red zone targets. He cashed in on over 50% of them for touchdowns and five. But that, uh, that when the commanders are coming into town, you're not really worried about them absolutely pounding you offensively, and that's really his his big hit. Um and Terry McLaurin is that guy that I'm always assuming is going to pop up into like a solid wide receiver one role, and he just can never get there. So this year, I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not predicting that. I'm predicting Terry McLaurin to be what Terry McLaurin has a an, an efficient guy, a reliable guy um, who will get the targets in a poor offense. Yeah, um, man, you know with with McLaurin, he was a weird fit last year, man. I mean, this is a guy who does a lot of his work outside of 20 yards, but Washington didn't throw the ball outside of 20 yards. Uh, second fewest in the league, man. Um, a lot of that's dependent on quarterback. He does get Wentz. Unfortunately, Wentz just isn't very accurate downfield. He was 29th last year and passes over 20 yards. It's it's kind of a weird fit, but I mean, Ewaney said it best. He's dependable. He's on the field. I think he commands a similar target share. They did draft Dotson. Uh, with some pretty high draft capital. I, you know, they drafted Diami Brown last year. It, it didn't have much effect. They're, they're trying to find him a running mate. I think this is just kind of a – it's Washington, right? I mean, they limit his upside. They, Significantly. Yeah, they, they definitely limit the upside. The coaching staff likes hitting him deep, though. He had the second most deep targets last year and the fourth most air yards. So we'll see if that carries over. Boys, do you think – is it possible that Carson Wentz is the best quarterback that he's going to play with? Just a short list over his last three years. Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, Case Keenum. Carson Wentz is probably the best, right? That's so sad, man. It's a bad list. It's so I sad. It's DJ Moore syndrome. It's, it's yeah. just it's a weird fit, man. Like he doesn't compliment him and Wentz don't compliment each other very well to me. 
Ah, uh, but he's a he's a big, fast target. I mean, his archetype is pretty good. He, he's over six foot, over two hundred pounds. He's got great speed, and I mean, Wentz supported Michael Pittman last year on his way to a wide receiver seventeen finish. So, I mean, There's I've a, got him at twenty three. He finished as the wide receiver twenty five last year. I could I could see it. I mean, yeah. Hey, I, Pittman's just that physical guy, right? He's a guy that, you know, on a broken play, he's can scramble out of the pocket and kind of throw a jump jump ball to man. Wentz just isn't very accurate. That's just that's it's a huge knock for me. Uh, I mean, not that any of the other quarterbacks you've mentioned are very accurate and right. kind of overcame, right? Yeah, uh, he's the best, but I think he's like he's, he, you're, he's the shiniest turd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like him. I feel like he's. Like Wayne said, he's got the DJ Moore effect. I think he, he yeah. can finish a lot better than he has. It's just yeah, turd after turd. Stall drives. Stall drive after DJ stall drive. Three and out. Three and out. Oh, a J.D. McKissick reception. Yep. yep. Three and out. <laughs> Three and out. <laughs> uh, all right. We are on to 23. Consensus 23. And I know everybody's been waiting for this one. Probably like... Oh. When's this guy going to show up? But listen, I'm doing the research, and I'm like, you're lucky he's here, in my opinion. Um, Jerry Judy, I've got him at 26. Uh, Gone has him at 22. Beggs has him highest at 21. Still kind of in the same area. I I don't have him as a wide receiver, too. I'm sorry. I don't. I just He's coming off a high ankle sprain. He literally already hasn't participated in the Broncos' first OTAs on Monday due to back tightness. He, he's he got this criminal tampering stuff going on, which his girlfriend or whatever it was got him dropped to like misdemeanor charges or something like that. But you know how the NFL is when, whenever you're doing anything, whenever you have any sort of uh, brown spot with uh, domestic violence or anything like that, you're, you're almost guaranteed some sort of suspension. Um, and I feel like that's going to happen here. He's, he, but he, he's got – Great target separation. He needs a good pass, which luckily he finally has a great quarterback um, to give it to him. So um, I think he could be good. I mean, he definitely um, – I have him at 26, so I have him just outside wide receiver two. I'm banking – I'm really banking on suspension here and injuries because the fact that he already – he missed, what, seven games last year. Yeah. He's already missing OTAs for a different injury. And then he's almost got a guaranteed suspension coming his way. I just I don't see him breaking WR two. I mean, yeah, I, I, mean, I can understand. I, I don't support hitting women. Um, so he I, didn't hit a woman. It was criminal no, no. tampering. Oh, it was to do with it tampering. That's right. So. Okay, so I, so I can be a Judy fan again. Uh, <laughs> I've I've got my jersey in the mail. Uh, yeah, he loves Jerry Judy, Mad Mob. I, I do. Weird, it looks, it's weird. It's a weird guy to love. <laughs> Disclosure: He's on my fantasy team, but it's by design. Right? I, I made sure to go out and get him. I mean, this guy's got major draft capital. In his first year in the league, number one in target separation. Uno. Second year in the league, number one. Uno. He gets open. He finds holes in the zone. He beats man coverage. He just cannot get the ball. For whatever reason, timing has just been off with, with Drew Locke, Teddy B., I, I don't know why, but he's a film darling, man. I'm hoping him and Russ have a connection. But I will say this is a put up or shut up year for Judy. Uh, you know, you can put it you can put it on film all you want to. At the end of the day, you got to catch passes. 
and I, score the He's got that separation, but an 84.4% true pass catch rating. It's extremely mediocre. So, I mean, if you're if you're getting separation, but you but you ain't catching the ball, I mean, he's got a 6.7% contested pass rating. I know, but that's nah, what he, he had 15 contested balls his way, and he nah, caught one nah. of them. Not all passes are, are created equal, man. I, I, yeah. I think he Russ, a, a poorly thrown ball from Russ and a poorly thrown ball from yeah. Drew Locke are two different things, right? Drew, Drew Locke targets are absolutely not Russell Wilson targets. I'm, I'm more on the beg side of it as far as having him finish as a wide receiver too. And it's it's a pure speculation and potential play for me on putting him in here. He has great draft capital, like you said. He's coming out of Alabama, which is a wide receiver factory. Wide receiver factory. Russell Wilson has the ability to support two wide receivers uh, in the top 15, in the top 20, really wherever you want to put him. He's, like you said, with the target separation as well. But I 100% agree that this is the put-up-or-shut-up year. We're going to find out whether or not Jerry Judy sucks. Yeah. I mean, look, if he doesn't do it this year, He's going on the trading block. He just, you know. Right, good luck getting value out of him. Yeah, you'll lose all the value. Yeah, I, I do, but I mean. Listen, if he sucks this year, I'm giving him to somebody else. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> I'll trade him for top-tier talent. <laughs> all right, and that is the episode. We appreciate y'all watching Mad Mob. It's been great. Hilarious. Hilarious. Huh? Hilarious. Oh, we got one more. Uh, we got one more. He Sorry. just he, he didn't like it. He didn't want to include him. He didn't, but has to because the flag has been planted. Mad Mob just. Not only that, I hate I hate that we can't end it right here. I feel like there's going to be a lot of credibility lost. Just know, Mad Mob, me and Goni, the majority of um, uh, the majority of us here are in complete disagreement, but one of us had a guy rank so high that it managed to push him as a WR2. Let me just tell you the rankings first. I'm, I'm building suspense here. I'm building suspense on this garbage can that you have at a, as a WR2. I have him ranked as the WR30. Goni has him at 27. Begley has this man at 13. Fringe 1. Yes. It's Hollywood Brown. I, I, I'm gonna like. I'd like to formally oh, extend Brown. a doink bet. Accepted. That Hollywood Brown oh, will be a wide receiver. Snap call. Player. He just snap called you. Accepted. You, uh, just for him being a wide receiver too. You're taking that. Let's see here. I thought we split the difference on these. No. Okay. Well, split the difference. That's how I, we followed suit. Wide receiver two range. I, I say he's wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside. Well, you boys work it out. However, I'm just here to no. I, it's fine. It on the He's not a WR two. He will not finish top twenty four. Uh, gone. Oof. Go ahead and slap that one in the ledger, please, sir. And yeah, give us your thoughts while you're doing it. Yeah. <sighs> this one is absolutely. It can go either way for me. I know I had him at twenty seven. I think that he gets a boost with the six games that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be out. So 
you're going to see Beggs for six games of the season absolutely doing his victory lap. He's going to be doing his his happy dance and everything because Hollywood's going to firmly be entrenched mm-hmm. in the wide receiver two conversation. Mm-hmm. But when, when D-Hop comes back, man, I think the volume falls off for him. And just historically over the last couple of years, the Cardinals start out hot fire in the first half of the league, and then they turn – they're they're just terrible. It's like they they're on their path to make the playoffs, and then they get halfway there, and they're like, "Nah, we don't want to do this anymore. We need a good pick next year." So they let's let's Hollywood. fall in the middle. I, so they're missing is Hollywood. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's redundant. Your Hollywood is Christian Kirk. <laughs> they literally <laughs> traded Christian Kirk for Christian Kirk. It doesn't make it's yeah. completely redundant. That's Let blessed. me get this in. You guys fight amongst each other while I. Uh, do you, do, you, do you have any stats that you're like dying to put out for him? Because I don't even want to talk to him. 44th in true catch rating. I mean, a uh, uh, good target share. That's really all he had, and you can't really tell. Like I, I just brazenly burped into the mic because I just I don't care about this at all. I mean, Hollywood Brown <laughs> as the WR2 just. Bleh. I am bursting at the seams to talk about this man. Go ahead, go ahead. You have the floor. Everybody's talking about Devonta reuniting with Carr, right? Everybody's talking about it. Hollywood Brown and Kyler Murray, college teammates, 2018. Hollywood, first team All-American in college, and he's going back to the same offensive system he used to excel in college, air raid. There's familiarity there. Uh, And the Cardinals, in my opinion, they made the play to help keep Kyler happy, and they traded away their first-round pick this year for Hollywood Brown. (laughs) I mean, to me, that's a ton of draft capital uh, uh, to spend on a guy. I think they're going to lean on him a lot. He's had very significant year-over-year improvement uh, since he entered in the league. Kind of culminated 145 targets, 91 catches, 1,000-yard year last year with a mix of Lamar and Tyler Huntley throwing on the ball. Uh, he does a lot of his work outside of 20. He's a great deep ball threat. Kyler threw the third-best deep ball in the league last year. Uh, I think these guys have, have some timing. He's an elite separator, 26 in the lead, an elite yak guy. I love yak y- yak receivers. 378 yards, 20th amongst wide receivers. There's going to be a lot of connections here, man. This guy's got wide receiver one upside, Mad Mom. I, I'm taking Hollywood in every league I'm drafting in. His ADP is an insult. It's accurate. His- 605. Yeah. It's 605 as the wide receiver 26 right now. That's an insult. Accurate. That's what his ADP is. Imagine what it'd be if Hop was not suspended. Yeah, but he, but he is, so we don't have to worry about that. Okay. Also, just, just one other thing. Shame on you for putting Hollywood Brown in the same breath as Devontae Adams. Did he? Oh, man, I'm so – if you're watching that on YouTube, I, I put my headset down and I walked away. Did listen, he do that? I'm so glad I did that. Listen, listen everybody's weighing the point I made. Devontae Adams. Derek Carr, college teammates. What about Kyler and Hollywood? What about college them? teammates? It, it the same logic applies. Yeah, but they're they're not going to be bros like um, Carr and because D Hop's coming back and D Hop gets the priority. Man, let's be Russell, real. Russell Wilson and Melvin Gordon weren't they college teammates? I think so. So he's going to hand it off only to him. Whenever, whenever Dump off uh, Javante, yeah, whenever Javante is lined up, he's going to play action, fake it to him because it's not Melvin Gordon. He's gonna, oh, here's here's the handoff. Nah, psych. No, is that how a, the bro thing works? A Badgers. <laughs> I, listen, 
I've planted the flag. Hollywood Brown, wide receiver two, lock. Wide receiver one upside. Okay. Uh, 13th. Planted the flag. Uh, we're not – okay, Mad Mob, here's here's the deal. Here's what we're opting to do. We're, we're loving the Q&A segment. But I just hate that it's just like a little period period at the end of a of an episode. Um, we love doing them. Um, we love helping people out. We're we've decided that we're just going to start doing a little thirty to forty five minute episode thrown in in the middle of the week um, because after our after this week this episode will be posted Wednesday. Um, we're done with the RB one RB two WR one WR two, so we're going back to the. Um, weekly, like our meaty hour, hour and 15 minute episode will, will again be weekly. Um, so we're going to keep throwing in a middle of the week episode, but that's now going to be like a, uh, 30 to 45 minute Q and a, where we're just going to take questions and give you all our opinions and go back and forth. We're not going to do, um, and argue, argue, it's going to be a lot argue of arguments. amongst ourselves. Hey, Speaking of- I'm pretty excited about it. So that's why, you know, we're not doing any questions after this one. Yeah. Um, Hey, hey Wayne. Before we before we put a bow on this, I have a proposal. What if we threw out? Because I know you, I know you want to get a doink bet out there on the ledger. Wide receiver two doink bet. You've been stewing on it. I'm, if, I'm literally about to do it. I'm about I'm about I'm getting there, dude. You're jumping the, jump gun. the gun. Okay, I jumped the gun. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. You're but taking too long for bets, apparently, bro. Hey, tr- trust the host. Oh my gosh, man, I dude. I'm following the notes, man. I've got I've are. got the itinerary in front of me, so nothing's missed. Begs, you want to host, man? No, no he already no. a Mad Mob. He's going to be hosting the Q and A. So if there's a steep fall off in quality, then then that's why. Here here it is. I'm extending this to either one of you, and I'm only extending this doink bet because Mad Mob needs to put this. Uh, you all need to have this guy on the radar. And we weren't able to get him on the radar with these rankings, so I'm I'm putting my forehead on the line to get him out there. I'm willing to put a doink bet out that Michael Thomas is a wide receiver too. Does anybody want it? Begs. Mm. Can I can I extend to you a modified doink bet? No, he's a wide receiver too. You had him at what thirty? No, did you even have him at all? Did you even did. have him in your top thirty-two? Period. I did not. Goni okay. and I. Okay, I I've got Hollywood at thirty, and I I took he's not a WR two. If you've got Michael Thomas even outside of thirty, and you're going to be a little yellow belly and not had, take that I same had Thomas doink in, in my thirty, you're you're going to be yellow belly and not even take him when you got him further back than I had Hollywood. I I tell you what. What if I offered, I will have Alan Lazard as a better fantasy finish than Michael Thomas? No. No. No, he's got Aaron Rodgers. To be fair, I'll tell you why I didn't have Michael Thomas as much. Do you want the doink better or not? Michael Thomas is a WR2. (laughs) You had him ranked outside the top 30. Wow. I don't want it. Mad Mob. Mad Mob, this man's got the spine of SpongeBob SquarePants. My Lord. Nothing to do with his talent. I, f- I faded him for everything else but his talent. To be to be quite honest with you, 
if I if, if I knew he he wasn't a head case, yeah, he, he's he's in my top. You were, you were dying to get to this talking point just to just to melt just to melt in your chair. He thought Coward. I was probably gonna snap call it or something. Uh, I think I'm holding the most current doink bets on the ledger right now since we've started this thing. I'm give good on this one. Give me the doink. Give it to me. That's what I'm Boy, talking about. Put that, it on the ledger. Give me the doink. Thank boys, you. I'm looking I'm looking back on them right now, and I'm literally involved in every single doink bet except for two of them. And we have We have two today, God, that don't involve you, so just stay out of it, all right? Stay out of it, Goni. You're not in this anymore. You don't want this. I'm glad we're seeing some bloodshed somewhere besides. uh, How many am I involved involved in? I feel like I'm in a lot of doing bets. Uh, Let me let me put this one down, and I will give you the updated statistics. Listen, Mad Mob. Let me let me let me holler at you for a little bit about Michael Thomas. All right, his expected back uh, for training camp. His last full season. He was the offensive player of the year. Listen, he's present. There's been a lot of things like he's he's not a good get, not a good teammate, head case. He has been present with the team during voluntary workout periods. Chris Olave got drafted. He invited Chris Olave to stay at his house with him and train with him. That's being a good the man's only 29. It's not like he's old as dirt. He's just had two injury-prone seasons. He's 6'3", 212, still a monster. This man isn't this man, Begley, I hate saying this, but Begley's a, always been a stud at Madden. This man's in, in the 99 club. He's got the talent. Jameis Winston slings the rock. Give me that man as a WR2. I'm the, I, Mad Mob, I'm here for you. I put the doinks on the line so I could slide this man's name in there for fear that one of y'all would be like, maybe I should take Hollywood Brown. No, take Michael Thomas. Oh man, it's only a matter of time until he sucker punches Chris Olave r- right in the jaw, and gets suspended for four games. Mm. Not six out of nine, Wayne. You have six out of nine That's of good. the. It's good, right? You're, You're seven out of nine. I am one, two. I have six as well. Oh, look at this! That got you there. Look at this! I had a, I had to get a twofer in today to make sure you weren't the only one out there. I'm I put out. it on the line. I'm out here. I'm out here this season. Let's go. I'm glad two of us are. Two of the three of us, at least. Well, uh, well, some of us, some of us trust our insight. Some of us trust our, you know, our our football intelligence. Some of us don't. Some, some of us, us go big, and some of us go home. Some hey, of us know. have to be just insulted nonstop mm. to get them to just, you know, back up their word. You know, it's weird. I, and when it comes to me backing up my words, snap call, give it to me. Hollywood WR two, nah. Listen, I planted the flag on Hollywood Brown, and I backed it up with a with a doink, the largest doink you've ever seen. What else can I do? Uh, the largest doink you've ever seen is coming in hot and heavy. It came in like a wrecking ball. I put it on your forehead. Let's wrap this up. I <laughs> uh, dude, I was actually going to go through the entire chorus, so. Now I gotta start. Now I gotta start over. I can't. All right, Mad Mob. We are, uh, we are done with wide receivers. We are gonna hit you. Are we gonna? When are we gonna do these uh, Q and As? Because our typical well, podcast we post on Sunday, and we are doing tight end rankings for you next. Yep. 
tight end yep. rankings. We are going to do uh, flex rankings and probably not defense kicker. Uh, Justin Tucker. Nah. There yeah. you go. That's who you want. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just two more um, positional ranking episodes, and those will be on Sunday. Uh, when do y'all want to do the Q&As? Because we have this episode coming out Wednesday. Are you want to do a Q&A? Let's, let's, let's get out there tonight or tomorrow. It's Monday. We could, it's we, Memorial Day. We could Day. probably just drop that on Wednesday as well. We'll probably – let's just do – let's just drop both of them on the ah, same day for ah, do it for content. Them, huh? ah. Content. All right. So the Q&As are going to be on Wednesday. The meaty, the meaty episodes are on Sundays. That'll work. Yes. Okay. That's fair. Uh, we are on Twitter at MadFFPodcast. DM us your questions. Tweet at us. Uh, we are on YouTube, Mad Fantasy Football Podcast. Leave a comment on any of the videos for any question, and I will find it, and we will get it taken care of. Email us, MadFFPodcast at gmail.com. Um, we are on Spotify, Apple, Samsung, Google, we're, YouTube, we're, YouTube, yeah, we're we're everywhere. We're easy to find. Uh, f- post questions to Reddit, Facebook. Um, oh, we need to get a Facebook page put up. We'll do that. We'll get on that. Side note, I just thought of that. All right, Mad Mob, uh, we really appreciate y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed the episode, and uh, uh, good luck in your uh, fantasy leagues this year. This is we we went through the absolute bones of your lineup and uh good luck going forward boys anything that's all we got looking forward to the tight ends i'm sure we're only gonna have a few of them the rest are pretty much all trash we're doing one show on that right just top 12 yeah is that is that a is that a meat sunday show or is that more of a potatoes wednesday kind of show that's a that's a meat sunday we'll make it happen we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into the Mariana trench of analytics to find you your tight ends. If for we can some... throw some, we can throw doinks on some really mediocre tight ends on who has a better sure. fantasy finish just for some, some content purposes. Pat Furmuth MVP. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mad mob. We're out of here. Appreciate y'all. Thank you, guys.